never had this, but like we said, we've had something that tastes like this. Yeah, I was saying, I feel like I've been to a bar and I've just like ordered something that like by a by like a brewery that I know or like something that had a fun name or something that like was an IPA and I've tasted this beer before. Yeah, it tastes, it honestly tastes like a generic IPA to me. Yeah. Um, I agree. But I like, I mean, I love the can. I love the name. Mm-hmm. 7.3, we love those numbers, as you would say. I know, I, I know, we love those numbers, and it's not even, it doesn't even taste, like, too alcoholic. It's kind of, like, easy to drink. Yeah. Easy breezy. I don't know. I wouldn't be, like, it's easy, like, a summertime, like, out in the sun beer. I don't think so. I don't, don't see this being warm to be good. Yeah. But it's not, like, heavy. Yes. I agree. Uh, welcome, guys, to another episode of Bruise on Film. We are in the in the midst of April. Uh, oh, April. April! TBT! <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We're in the midst of July, and we are continuing with the trend of uh, the fourth in film franchises. Um, but before we get into all that, we announce what beer and movie we're doing is there anything that's bringing you light and joy, Harley, and anything new? There's not, like, really any any new content, I feel like. Where's the content? Um, I'm really, to me, nothing. Uh, as of yet, nothing. Like, from last week to this week, nothing, not a lot. I'm into this conspiracy theory that Wayfair, the Wayfair conspiracy theory. But apparently it's not real. I was also talking. I mean, talking- I would assume it's not real. Yeah, but I was also talking to one of my coworkers, like, has worked with, like, human trafficking, like, like, like organizations yeah like organizations that fight human trafficking yeah and she said that it's probably like done by i don't even know if she said a leftist a like extreme leftist party or like something or like like something to like make a statement uh, or like something to make a statement yeah wow um because like when you looked at it it was like and for those of you who don't know there was like a whole big buzzfeed article or like there's a bunch of articles written about it but it's like apparently wayfair like Wayfair is kind of like an Amazon, but I think it's a little bit more regulated, but they like have like, you could be any sort of seller and sell or like any sort of brand and kind of just sell on Wayfair, but it's all furniture. Right. Um, and so one of the sellers was selling these like cabinets that one had horrible pictures and they were like industrial looking cabinets, but they were like $15,000, $12,000, these crazy things. And there's always like one image of them. And then they were named after girls that had been gone missing. missing. Yeah. Um, and so basically like Wayfair, well, I read this quote that Wayfair came back from and they were like, um, we've taken the things down for now, but we've previously, we've done our research and this is the correct price for that, those kind of things, but we are looking into it. But the company that was like selling it or the things that they were selling under was like WFX like yeah. industry. So it looked like it was a part of Wayfair, but it could have just been like anyone or like, that's what they were, tra- whoever was trying to do, whatever was trying right. to imply. We don't know if it's real. Um, it took Twitter by storm this this past weekend, though. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And, well, and then basically my coworker who, like, has done the human trafficking, like, worked with them, um, she said that, like, that's not how, like, anyone would ever right. I would... conduct anything like that. Yeah. So, 
The world yeah. is just so scary. Everything is scary. Everything is like fucked up. Yeah. It's like truly like the times that we're living in are so insane. Yeah. That I just like don't even know like what to say anymore. I mean, I was I over the weekend. Oh, the one I guess it didn't didn't bring me joy, but I mean, it was a good movie that we that I watched that wasn't for the pod and was just like something I should have like that I was like wanted to see for a while, but I watched Inglorious Bastards oh. um, for the first time, and it just made me think about like, what if you are like under Nazi regime and like <laughs> literally what, and that like, I I don't it just made me be like, what is going on? Yeah, like, what, and that our world could almost be that. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah, and that it was that like yeah before. yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm saying, like, the United States, yes, too. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's really... Something that I've been doing um, lately is I've been waking up and doing not, like, full yoga, but, like, like, like I've been doing, like, 10-minute, like, morning stretches that are, like, taught mm-hmm. by this, like, YouTube yoga person. So that's been bringing yeah. me, like, some, like, joy in, like, the morning. All right, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go get my... Guys, Harley is um she's cooking dinner for her and Vin uh while we're recording the pod. Just like that time that she uh was chopping oh and seasoning potatoes, she's cooking eggplant parm. So uh sporadically throughout the podcast, I'm sure you you will hear some timers or something going off. Um but yeah, I don't know, the yoga that I've been doing has been bringing me some joy in these in these difficult times uh it's just it's just a crazy thing that's we're all living in and going through uh and every once in a while I like stop and like think about how like truly like we will be able to pinpoint the moment that everything changed and that's like very strange I wish I was going over for some eggplant farm I bring them I bring them bread I bring them uh banana bread and banana bread i bet i finished it this morning Uh um i was rationing it out i gave me the the tiniest liver it was because it was because sandy sandy has been eating it as if Mm -hmm. like she as if we were never gonna get bananas again like she's been like savoring it because she normally doesn't get to eat my mom is gluten-free so she normally doesn't get to eat like things like that um yeah so like gave me this like tiny little sliver and I just like I when the bunny first gave it to me I tried like a tiny little bit and then another day I tried just another little bit and then another day I like really rationed it out but I laid the last part today and I was like damn this is so good like this is so good I'll make more it was really an easy recipe and I just used gluten-free uh flour but it was it was really easy um but when I gave it to you I came to pick up the beer and to see your new place and um I, like, got out of the car, and I handed it to you, and I was like, you're probably not going to want to eat this right away because it's, like, been sitting in my passenger seat in the sun. Uh, it's all gross and melty. Um, it still probably would have been really, really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, like a little gooey. Ooey yeah. Gooey. A little melty, little gooey. Um, but, yeah, what, you, you know, I give them all these treats, and you would expect that, they, that I would get an invitation for some eggplant farm, but the answer is no. Okay. Well, here's so so here's here's my proposal to you. Yeah. You have a like an outdoor bench. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe we could try and coordinate to record the pod, like, in person. Maybe start with, like, a oh. bonus like a bonus episode, and we'll just do it, like, outside on that bench. Okay, yeah. It's, guys, it's like a picnic table, yeah, not a, a bench. That's what I meant, a picnic <laughs> like table. A picnic, it's like I have a little bench outside. <laughs> she has a picnic table, but I could bring, I could move all the equipment, and we've already been, like, like we've gone out to eat together and stuff, so, like, we've been around each other, um... So like maybe we could we could coordinate that and then we could get back to like recording in person. Okay, eggplant sauce, cheese. <laughs> Sorry, guys, this is we're we're doing it we're doing it live. Um, I'm gonna wait anyway. Okay. But uh, yeah, I mean I don't. That's really the only thing. Peacock streaming service was released this past week. That's that on that. And that's the that on Next that. week, guys, we'll actually have something to talk about because we are going to a live drag show this weekend. Woo! It's a drag drive-in. So we will be doing that on Saturday. So we will actually have something to talk about. Um, something that's, like, exciting. Something that's keeping us joyful. Something uh, new. Something, something, yes, something new. Something sexy, something. <laughs> something to, what did you say the other, what did you say on the bonus episode? Whipped and what? Whipped and wowed. Whipped and wowed. Something to whip and wow us. That's, that's like what Saturday will be. Okay. Um, all right. So Harley, before you talk about the beer, yes. let's say what movie we're doing. You, this was one that when I said, this is the idea that I have for July, we're going to do the forts. You said, okay, well, then we have to do this movie. And I okay, was like... I have never seen it. This franchise was, like, very important to my childhood. Yes. It was, like, my brother's favorite thing. So we are doing Toy Story 4. I don't know if it does have a name. Nope, just Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. My brother used to dress up as Woody, like, I'm going to say, for, like, three years. Oh, I love that. I remember the Toy Story 2, D, like, VHS, he broke it because he watched it too much. Aw. So... And um, I think I saw Toy Story 3 in the theaters. Yes, I saw Toy Story 3 in that theaters. That was like when we were in high school, right? Yes, because it came, yes, it came out our senior year. And if you speak to anyone that graduated in 2012, I guarantee that they will tell you that they went to Toy Story 3 and they had some type of emotional reaction because it's all about growing up. Growing up. Growing yeah. up. Yep. <laughs> so, yes, and when we, when we get into Toy Story 4, we have things to say. Yes. But first, Harley, what is this beer that we're sipping on? Okay. Uh, one second. Sorry. Alrighty. So. Let me pull it up. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So we are drinking um, Miss Pillion. Miss Pillion? Miss Pillion? Miss Pillion. Miss Pillion. Pillion. Jot Miss that down. Uh, um, Miss Billion. Yeah, I looked up how to say it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, River Brewing. It's called Not Today Satan, and, and it's an IPA. It's 7.3%. So if you heard us talking earlier, obviously did if you got here, unless you skipped ahead. Um, it's nice on that alcohol content, but we're really not tasting it too much. So this is the description that they have written on the on the can. 
even hell is looking for more diversity these days. Ooh. That's why a lot of folk claim Billy from Human Resources was appointed the new Lord of Darkness. Like Billy, this beer is a little unexpected. The unholy joining of El Dorado, Centennial Columbus, Cascade, and Mosaic Hops, and a 3.7 alcohol by volume leaves souls a begging for a drink of water. Not today, Satan. Not today. Okay, I love this cute little story that goes with yeah. it. And it's got a, like a cute little duck, like platypus. I think it's a platypus. I think it's a pl- like a platypus. I'm sure if we're wrong, Sam will correct us about what, um, what animal it is. It's they're from Milton, Delaware, Milford, Delaware. Not sure where that is exactly. Sounds familiar, but it does sound very familiar. Um. So, one moment. So, <laughs> uh, she has too many tabs open, guys. I Do you want to get into some uh, beer advocate reviews? We actually have some for this one. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say you want to get into some chicken or eggplant parm recipes. <laughs> okay. Um, unusual IPA. Despite the five hop ingredient, this beer had a strong malty qualities, which I agree. I agree. What's the familiar taste about it? Um, I had it on tap and there was very little info available on it until I did further research. The malt quality made me think I was drinking another style. The alcohol content significant, um, significant enough to make me think um, it could be a Scottish ale. A total misdirect. <laughs> At the end, fairly satisfied hop flavoring, um, migrated by the, um, no, mitigated by the malt. Um, <laughs> not, not complex considering the hop profile, um, but satisfied with a satanic kick. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say that's a 3.75. It is a 3.5. Oh. And this is from Dave from New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> shout um, out Dave from New Jersey. Um. Okay, let's see this one. Um, pleasantly surprising find. Poured into a standard hotel juice glass, I guess. Excuse me? I don't know. Also, don't use the cups at hotels because there's the whole thing about maids use the, the toilet bowl cleaner to clean them. <laughs> okay, I never heard that. Okay, well. Even in these times, they're doing that? I mean, people aren't really even staying at hotels in, in these times. That's true. Um, okay. Um, little bit of haze with an iced tea color, not lemonade. Okay, this person is. What? Yeah, it looks like, it legit looks like iced tea, though. It does look like iced tea, but not lemonade? What does that mean? I don't know. Aroma did not hit you in the face, um, but pleasantly mild, fruity, but. I can't put my finger or nose on it, like what exact fruit it is. Okay. Um, taste is much more um, pronounced than the smell with a good dose of citrus and a sweetness that actually reminds me of King's Hawaiian rolls for some <laughs> reason. Go, for some reason, he says, go figure. Um, I love this person. <laughs> me too. Good bangs of the hops, tang on the tongue. And all over a clean beer for me. I'm glad I purchased six of them. And I think I'll check out some other offerings from this brewery. Uh, this is a 3.6. 
3.69. Okay, so okay. close. Not Price is Right rules. No, no, you are. You win. I, 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 I would, I would win. Yeah, you yeah. Win. I would okay. Win. Um, where do you think, what state do you think this person is from? Oh, gosh. Um, Ohio. Pennsylvania. Okay. It, okay. Was, it was one of the two. One of the two. Um, Pours, this is the final, last and final. Okay. Um, Pours a straight amber U, big bubbled white colored head with moderate lacing. I feel like I have a, a good amount of lacing on my Oh, I feel least. like my lacing's not, I have to like really work it to see the lacing. No, it I goes have away it all, pretty quick. I have it all right here. Okay, my lacing is going away pretty quick. Okay. Um, aroma consists of a sweet malt smell initially, subtle hints of orange peel and caramel. Smell? Um, I get the caramel. I don't. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I, to go back to that other review, I'm not really getting any tang, I feel like. Me neither. And with all these hops, it is a little bitter, but it isn't, like, so bitter that you're, like... Yeah, exactly. Um, where were we? Taste is the same sweet malt um, detect in the, detected in the aroma with a piney caramel-like aftertaste. I get the piney. Yeah, piney, yes. Not getting caramel, but okay. Um, not as much tropical fruit going around, uh, going on like the aroma. Mouthfeel is relatively thin, moderate carbonation. Why is everyone thinking that it's going to be a tropical when it doesn't say that it's a tropical on the beer? I don't know. Because this is the second review in a row where they're like, can't taste the fruit. And I go, I don't think that there is any fruit, sweetie. Maybe because of those, um, whatever the hops like usually give a fruity because a lot of times they do mosaic and like I think cascade in ones that are like more tropical okay but also like they don't say anything it, about yeah it doesn't say it no and I like a color the color of this is not what a tropical like color beer you know okay so what is that one yes um 3.4 3.7. Oh, wow. Okay. We've been bamboozled. And where are they from? Um, You got to guess. Um, I'm going to say Delaware. They're from Texas. Oh. Texas. All my exes live in Texas. Yeah? Texas, wear your masks. God bless them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying this. Wouldn't kick it out of bed. No. Would I get out of bed for it? Probably not. No, I agree. I would not. Um, <laughs> I'm starting to feel it. I'm not going to lie, guys. I turned basically like the whole thing. I'm starting to feel it 7.3% of X. I was going to say, like, I feel, I feel like, like I'm just like sipping it like gradually. And I like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like good. I'm feeling nice. I feel good. I feel great. I feel nice. Yes, I agree. Okay. You ready for some Toy Story 4? Heck yeah, let's do it. Give me the facts. Okay. What do you think this is on Rotten Tomatoes? Remember, it's a Toy Story film, and it's a Pixar movie, so. 78. You want to try it again? Um, 89. It's a 97. Are you kidding me? I tried to tell you, and that's why I said, remember, it's a Toy Story film, and remember, it's Pixar. They're always going to be high. 
So the critics' consensus was heartwarming, funny, and beautifully animated. Toy Story 4 manages the unlikely feat of extending and perhaps concluding a pract uh, practically perfect animated saga. I disagree. Yeah. Do I think this movie was necessary? No. No. <laughs> and that's that's what I want to say right off the bat. Same. That's that's when I, me and Mike were talking before this, and I said, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Uh, and we can get more into it. Um, the budget for this movie was an estimated $200 million, which makes sense because it's an animated film. Yeah. Uh, opening weekend, it grossed $120 million. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw it's, like, mass gross, whatever, it was, like, $1 billion something, yes. right? Yes, yep. Cumulative worldwide gross was $1 billion, and total U.S. gross was uh, $434 million. Okay. Um, I mean, it makes sense when it's, a, when it's a franchise like this, and at this, what I say again, the same thing with the Jurassic Park stuff, which I feel like I'm gonna, no, I'm not gonna keep talking about as the fours go, but there were so many years, like, people who were kids who saw the original movie are taking their kids to go see the fourth iteration of it. Yes, so. which I will say something about that because that's how I feel about what this movie is and, like, embodies. Yes. Um, but I guess, like, starting off... Oh, well, guys, here's a big shock is I forgot to take notes. Uh, you guys know I didn't take any. I was watching it, and then halfway through, I went, oh, my God, I'm not taking any notes. And I said, well, I can't start just taking notes halfway through. So, um, but I feel I like... I say the beginning is the part I remember the least. Okay. Well, the whole thing starts... Um, so nine... people in their car, Yes. Like it's nine years after Toy Story 2, so before Toy Story 3. And Bo okay. Peep and um, Woody are trying to save RC from, like, the rain. And Bo Peep is getting shipped away to go to another kid because Molly, who is Andy's younger sister, doesn't need her anymore. Yeah. And there's a whole, like, discussion because Woody and Bo Peep are, like, in love. And... But uh, they'll never even hold a hand. Right. Um, and there's a whole discussion about, like, him saying, like, come with... Like, Bo Peep is like, come with me. Like, Andy will be fine. We can, like, move on to, like, another kid, basically. And Woody says yeah. no, because he needs to stay with Andy. Um, so, I, what is your overall feel of this movie? I said not necessary. Yes. One. Um, two, like, it's fine. If I was a child, I'd probably like it more. Right. Well, that's, like, the thing, because... Toy Story 3 concluded so nicely. Yes. And I think, like we said, if you were 2012 graduating high school and that film came out, it spoke to you because it was very much about, like, Andy's going away to college and is giving up his toys and, like, that whole thing. So it, it hits you in a way that, like, is very, like, personal. Yes. Toy Story 4, hashtag not my, not my Toy Story. Not my Toy Story, I agree. I agree. It is not, it's, this is not a film for me anymore, and I've accepted that. Like, I've, I will always love Toy Story. Toy Story 4 is not for me. Yeah. Toy Story 4 is for the next generation of Toy Story children. For the youth. Yes. Um, which, in a way, like, is what Bo Peep and Woody end up coming to the conclusion to, like, at the end. 
where they're yeah. like, we don't need a kid anymore. Like we can like be happy on our own. And honestly, Bo Peep is a is a feminist icon. Icon. I was gonna say it. I and, love every minute of it. And she honestly is a gives a voice to women who are like, I don't want a child. Yeah. So I'm here for that. I'm also uh, Forky was very nervous when I saw the trailer. Um, I was like, who is this annoying presence? But Forky, I feel like I relate to the most because he's thinks he's trash. Mm-hmm. And he, and just, he is trash. And he is trash. And he has, like, this ex- existential crisis where he's like, I'm not a toy, I'm trash. Um, <laughs> which, like, I don't know. And being, being 24 and watching this, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm Forky. <laughs> um, but then, of course, like, you get, like, the big moment where it's like it doesn't matter what you're made of as long as someone loves you then yeah. then then you're valid and I like that whole thing well that we also learn as we go through and Gabby 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 is like they will only love me like if I get my voice box fixed yeah I love Gabby Gabby me too I didn't think then the whole thing with this is like she wasn't really a villain in the no. other movies there was like a villain yeah Lotso is Satan not today mm-hmm. Lotso yeah like Lotso is actually the worst. Gabby Gabby is just misunderstood and wants something that she can't have. Yes. Um, Gabby Gabby voiced by Christina Hendricks. Yes, I knew that. I looked it up. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, like, it, it doesn't, it just, when I was seeing it, so I saw this in theaters when it came out. I haven't gone back to rewatch it. It just, it and feels... And when did it come out? 2015? Uh, no, 2019. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, yeah. So I went to dinner with someone, and they, after, like... It was after they went and saw this movie. It's just, like, you watch it, and it doesn't feel like Toy Story. These are facts. Like, it just... I don't, I don't know. The story honestly seems... It's not that exciting of, like, a story. Mm-hmm. Um... It isn't. So, like, the the child that they're now with, Bonnie, is going to kindergarten, and it's her first day. It's, it's orientation. And but basically, we learn, like, that Woody, like, isn't her favorite toy. Yes, Woody is not her favorite toy. Which is fair. Well, like, that's fine. Yeah. She's also, he's, like, he's, like, I was made in the 1950s, and she's, like, <laughs> a modern girl, and just wants to play with her four. She is a modern girl. <laughs> Bonnie honestly also is a feminist because she takes the sheriff badge off of Woody and puts it on Jesse. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, we, we see, like, we love. Um, but she goes to school and she creates Forky as, like, a coping mechanism. I do love when she, like, comes out of, like, kindergarten orientation and the parents are like, oh, my God, how was it? She goes, I'm done with kindergarten and I don't yeah. have to go back. I was like, same. <laughs> I did love that. But except for, like, work and adult life. <laughs> That's you every every day, like, you log off. You're like, yay, I'm done with work. Yeah. Don't have Forever. To, don't have to go back. Um, but they're going on a road trip, and Forky is, is like, having difficulty understanding that he's a toy because he's trash. Yeah. Um, and he jumps, he keeps jumping of the window. <laughs> um, and, like, into trash cans. Um, I don't know. Forky, I, I honestly love Forky in this movie. Um. And he's also, like, like, 
if you like want to get super meta, like represents like a child to Woody. Yeah. So like, there's that whole thing because Woody's constantly trying to take care of him and like save him. Um, but they go to this antique store and they meet Gabby Gabby, who wants. And the only reason they go to the antique store is because Woody sees Bo Peep's lamp. Yes. Yep. Correct. And um, they meet Gabby Gabby and her ventriloquist dummies. Which I hate. Those are one. Those are some of the things that I am like. That makes my skin crawl. Like Uh I'm not very afraid of. I mean, I don't like scary movies, so it doesn't really matter. But like things that like creep me the fuck out are those dolls. Like ever since like I would watch Twilight Zone with my parents, and there's one about the doll, Uh and he like literally like kills the the his his people or the I don't remember what it is because I fucking hate it and don't watch it. Um, but I hate those kind of dolls. Mm -mm. You didn't even like these silly ones, or these weren't silly to you. No, they weren't silly. They were mean. They were the they were the only evil part of this movie. I just like when like they would like like turn to to him or like Gabby Gabby would be like Benson, and then like its head would just go like, and, yeah, like, flop down. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, so Gabby, you learn Gabby Gabby needs a new voice box, and she sees that Woody has one, and she wants the one that Woody has. <laughs> um, and they end up kidnapping Forky, and. Uh, Woody ends up in a park where he runs into Bo Peep, who has like a, she's been like a like out on. She's her... like a misfit toy. <laughs> she is a misfit toy. She's been like out on her own, like just living living the living by the land, <laughs> um, surviving on her own. Surviving, uh, and what do we say? Thriving. Thriving. Um, because like Woody is like, oh my god, you're a lost toy, and she goes, I'm not lost. I just don't need anyone, basically. Yeah. Um, and she has, like, like taped up arms because she's broken <laughs> in some places. Um, and they come up with the plan to, like, get uh, Woody back to Bonnie and save Forky, which includes uh, being, like, the help of Keanu Reeves playing Duke Kaboom. Okay, when I was like looking this up, I saw that Keanu Reeves was a was a was a cast member. Uh-huh. But I didn't like I think it was before Kaboom came on and it was just like I was like, who is he in this? I was like, who could he possibly be? And his whole thing is that is that his owner Rajon, because uh, he's Canadian. He's from Montreal, because he's a Canadian stunt stunt. Doll. Yes, uh, he can't. He can't jump like they do on, uh, in the commercial. So they mm-hmm. he like was given up because of that. Uh, you have a visitor. I have a visitor. Yeah. The dog. Oh, the dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like looking around for a person. I was like, oh my god, how scary would that have been? One time, me and the dog were home alone, and the dog was freaking out, and then I was like. <laughs> I got, I got, have like a little box knife thing and I was like walking around with it. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, that's terrifying. Um, so all the while you're, you're seeing that Gabby's ideal owner is his girl Harmony, whose grandma runs the antique store. Yeah. Um, and she ends up getting rejected by Harmony. 
once she gets her voice box or or this is or she probably keeps getting rejected by her yes we don't really know right um which is like very sad i feel i feel for gabby gabby i do too that's why i'm like she's not actually a villain yes i agree um but it all works out for gabby gabby because then they like there's like a thing they have to go to the fair there's uh, a lost girl and there's a lost girl and she like comforts the lost girl like becomes a comfort to the lost girl and finds <laughs> finds a true owner and child that will love her for who she is. And we love that for her. Yeah, of course. Um so I guess we should also talk before we get to like the ending part, also talk about uh Buzz's like thing because I He's like not in the movie at all. Barely in the movie. Barely in it. And a part of me wonders if that's because like Tim Allen is like somewhat problematic. Pro- somewhat problematic. Yeah. So they were like, "Yeah, we have to have you come back because like contracts and like whatever, but like we're gonna give you like a bare minimum storyline, and also we're gonna have your storyline be about following your conscience." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which um, I don't know. That's what I was like. I mean, the ending part, you everyone like it's cute because it's like there. That's but it's like the ending part. So like. Spoiler, everyone, in the end, like, of all of this, of Woody trying to get back to Bonnie, because Woody is, like, always loyal to his human, um, his kid, um, like, he winds up staying with Bo Peep and right. being a lost toy, and then at the end, Buzz is still with, like, Bonnie, and then just goes to infinity, and then um, Woody goes, and beyond, or, like, whatever, but it would be more, if, if their whole thing, I mean, yes, all the movies before are about like their friendship and everything but it would be better if there was like more friendship movies in this film yes i agree you know what i'm saying it's it's also very strange and this is like something that happened like when it was announced that toy story 4 was happening i feel like it was met with a with a resounding why like Like, why is toy story 4 happening why is this happening and then the plot was released and it was like it'll it's going to be centered on bo peep and like people trying to find Bo Peep and everyone was like again why Why? yeah like Bo Peep no offense was like a non-entity for most of like the original trilogy yeah I agree like yes I know she was there but like I like I don't know like why like why is Bo I don't know it's just it feels it felt like a very forced thing and it's like if you're forcing a storyline or a movie, then maybe don't do it. I feel like they were trying to make, like, a female angle. Yes. Which, which I, I mean, like, in the end, it winds up being, like, good, but it's also, like, the like, we never really knew her character other than yeah. almost the damsel in distress. Yeah. Like, and Woody having to save her, so. It just is strange. Like, this whole movie feels, it just feels off. <laughs> like, something about it just doesn't feel correct to me. Um... But yeah, so Woody and Bo begin a new life. Um, we forgot to mention that like Buzz meets Ducky and Bunny, who are played by Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Uh, they're fine. Yeah. They did, did they give? Did they take any? I did. I did chuckle and laugh when they were talking about like the different ways how to scare the old lady, uh-huh. and it wound up just being the same thing every time. Yes, that was. I cool. thought that was funny. Um, but it was like whatever. Um. So, yes, so they begin a new life, and they're going to help all these lost toys. 
and then it uh, flashes forward to Bonnie's first day of first grade, and she comes home, and she has an, um, a plastic knife that she's made into a toy. Um, and now it's like Forky's job to like take care of this knife, and also she's and also he's in love with the knife. Oh, the yeah. Um, is the name Knifey? I think it is Knifey, <laughs> which is like well. kind of funny because it's like wifey. Oh. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I don't know. This whole thing is just very strange. It's a strange, and it's like if you were to ask me like what is like I choose I choose to ignore that Toy Story 4 happened I just don't think it was necessary you know yes so a, a part of why people think that that like it was a little lackluster or like the weakest one um, is because it was written by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. Oh wow! So it was written by John John Laster, Andrew Stanton, Josh Cooley, Valerie Lapointe, Will McCormick, Martin Hines, uh, Stephen A. Folsom, and are you ready for this? What? Rashida Jones. Oh really? Yeah. But do they just get writing credit even if they like? change one thing so it says story by it doesn't say screenplay by it says story by so that means that oh. all all eight of them contributed to the story of this movie so not even like the actual like writing of the thing right they probably came up with various plot points okay which is why it might seem a little know, just like just a little meh yeah which is like what i feel like in this movie I don't, I don't know. I know, so, like, there's, there's... It wasn't a, a, a smash hit like Toy Story or Toy Story 2 was. Right. And I, I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like my mom is, a, is works in a daycare. I know a lot of kids like Toy Story, like, they like to watch Toy Story 4. Hmm. So, there's, like, also that. I don't know. Thoughts and feelings, that's your body, your choice, you know? Exactly. But it's just, it's very strange. Um, the whole thing, like, it just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I wanted to read, it did win Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. Okay. Um, what was it up against? Oh, you were here for for this Oscar ceremony. This was the one that just happened. Oh, then I voted for Toy Story 4. So it lost other nominees, Missing Link, I Lost My Body, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and Klaus. Ooh, maybe I voted for Klaus. Did you like Klaus more than this? I feel like I did. Mm. Did I like Klaus? I don't even remember. Yeah, me and you liked it and Sam hated it. Okay. Wow, this, looking at this Oscars list brings me back to such a simpler time, like... That feels like 400 years ago. Yeah. Like, remember when Parasite won, everyone? That was the one of, that was the best moment of 2020 and nothing else, everything else is trash. 
Did you see the thing that I tweeted? Yes. I retweeted? Yes, I've seen that before. But I was like, honestly, I can relate to that, and that's right. So it was, guys, it was like that picture of the, the parasite director with like... He's making like, the Oscars kiss. Oscar kiss. And he said this was the, the last, like, last time joy was felt or something like that. And I agree. Or this is the last good thing of 2020. And I agree. Because that I, happened at, like, the end of February. And then, you, I mean, you all know what happened after that. It's just pooky crazy that there are some places in the United States that are where we were in, like, March, April. Yeah. So this is also leads into a bigger conversation you can have about Disney. Okay. So you all know I love Disney. I like going. I enjoy their films. I enjoy, you know, the atmosphere of Disney World and everything. Close the parks. There is no need to be open as your cases are spiking everywhere. As the cases are spiking in the, the places where Disney is, as a, like, example... Florida and California, close the parks. There's no reason to have people walking around there with masks. There's a there was a video of a of like because they did a um a, it was a pass holders only viewing before they let people in, and it's this woman and she's walking through the parks, and she stops to talk about how when she landed, she felt really sick, and went to the medical people that they have on site at in in Walt Disney World at and, Disney, yeah. and they told her you need to go to the hospital and she said well I'm not doing that and then continued about her day and then people were dragging her for because po- for, it was like a live stream and yeah. they were dragging her so then she made another video of her walking through a store in Magic Kingdom being like all you people who are coming at me I already told you what it was it was not the COVID, it was, I had, I was dehydrated, and yes, they told me to go to the hospital, but I don't need to go to the hospital for dehydration, and I'm just not doing it, and then as, as she's talking about it, she has her mask pulled down, like, where you can still see her nose, and someone, and someone is walking by her, and she's, like, talking to the camera, talking about how, like, she felt sick, and the person turns around and looks at her. Uh, it's just like, what is going on? No, it's crazy. I just watched a video that it was like this lady in like Target who was like, she was just anti the mask. They had just a fixture of masks. Oh, yes. The mask down. Yes. Like, why? There's this one, there's this comedian and she posted a, a, a spoof video of, and it was like why I won't wear masks, but it was like a spoof, and it was her holding a I mask. Think I, saw, I saw like I saw like a, a TikTok post about it, but I never watched it. Oh, the video was good, but she just like is like she's like, well, um, what if I wear this mask, and then someone thinks that I'm a doctor, and they come up to me, and they're like, well, now you have to pay for medical school because you're obviously a doctor. <laughs> and then she's like, um, masks are just an- another way to silence women. And I was a Carly Fiorona, a Carly Fiorona voter, so I deserve to have rights. <laughs> and then she was like, what if my super hot and gorgeous husband forgets to kiss me because he can't see my lips? <laughs> and it was just like things like that. It was, it was honestly very funny. Um, 
But yeah, I was listening before you started the podcast. I was listening to the Danny Pellegrino, Brandy Glanville interview, and then I was listening to the reverse, where it was Brandy Glanville on her podcast interviewing Danny Pellegrino. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I gotta listen to that one. And it was dated March eighth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she was going to do a live thing of her podcast, and she was really nervous about the meet and greet after because of Corona. Yeah. And, and she was like, you know, like, it's so scary because there's six cases right now in LA County. And I was like, this is listening to this now is like truly the craziest experience because she, because she is freaking out, like talking about how she doesn't want to do her meet and greet because there's six cases. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I remember when they were like, oh, yeah, there's only, like, five cases in New Jersey. They're all in Bergen County. Yeah. Blah, blah. I was, like, riding the train. I was, like, in Jersey City. I don't, I didn't get tested or do anything, but I don't think that I ever had it. Everyone who was around me who has gotten tested has been, like, negative or doesn't even have the antibodies. Right. So, guys, uh, I, I did the antibodies. I set it on the pod. Mine came back negative. There's, that's, that's something. And then I was, and then I texted my brother. I told you this story already. I texted my brother and I was like, oh, antibodies came back negative. And he was like, yay, sad face. And he was like, I don't know how to respond to like something like this. Yeah. But it doesn't even matter. Even if it is the, if if you have it, apparently they only last like six weeks. So it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Everything is a trash fire. But, like, it's just crazy that our states are getting worse. And I don't know. I feel like they're going to have to, like, shut literal states down and be like, you cannot come here. Yeah, probably. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> okay, Harley. Do you, yes. Is there anything else you want to say about Toy Story 4? I feel like we went through it so fast, but, like... We didn't really honestly talk about the plot points or, like, anything. Oh, we did. We mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about it. Did you watch this all in one sitting? No, I did not. Okay. I watched it, like, um, in two sittings. She's, Sorry. She's adding some seasoning. Yeah. What, are you, what are you adding? Tell the people what's happening. Well, I'm, I'm making I'm making eggplant. I'm making, so this is our raw eggplant. It looks good layer i have to put it in the oven and then i'm gonna roast some broccoli with it i honestly am not even hungry because i've been eating so much like cheese since i since this morning when i started cutting the cheese that i was like i would like them to announce what gourmet food trucks are gonna have at this drag event that's what i would like them to announce i know like um this seltzer that's from a brew it's from like a new jersey brewery but they're making seltzer oh. and it's honestly i we i went um like i had it at this place and then i found it at the wegmans oh which um i'm obsessed with that i now have one close to me <laughs> um and i want you to try it because i think you'll like it it's yeah. hibiscus hibiscus peach oh i'm in love that um, I've been trying to get into, uh, kombucha, com- how do you say it, kombucha? Um, yeah, kombucha. Uh, I've been trying to get into that more. Also, I've been drinking, uh, yerba mates. 
Ooh, never of- had that. Kombucha is good, like good for your immune system too. Yeah. So if you're feeling starting to feel sick or you're starting to feel anything like that, that helps. That'll that's like a good thing to help it. Right. Um, um I can give you one of my herbamates if you want to try. Ooh, yeah. It's just, um, oh, something that, that people can watch that I was, did I tell you about, I, I think I texted it, the new Zac Efron series on Netflix. I started watching it, I texted you, I started watching it, I don't like the man he's with. Yes, well, if you can get past that man, I don't know, I think it's really cool, and the whole reason I started drinking Herba Mates is because Zac Efron on the show was like, talk to this woman who's like, basically like a plant scientist. And she was like, herba mates are should should be like part of your like diet. She's like, we don't we don't knock coffee. We love everything coffee gives us, but like herba mates are like somewhat better for you than drinking coffee. Can you explain to the listeners exactly what herba mate is and me? <laughs> yeah, I could try. I definitely heard it's it. a, definitely like something that what all of my like health blogger people were like. It's this. a it's a plant. I think it's just a, like a root. Um. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, this says a plant species of the holly genius Ilix native to South America. <laughs> says it's a classification of holly. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously there are studies that it's like, do not, like, you should not, there's like, there's like, there's always that thing of like, when someone says, oh, aromates are good for you, like, you should drink more of them, there's always a study that comes out that's like, actually, aromates are trash for you. Like, do not drink them. Um, but it says, like, some of the benefits of drinking aromates, it's rich in antioxidants, can boost energy and improve mental focus. That's what she was saying. She was like, coffee, um, like, when you drink coffee, it releases adrenaline into your entire body. Which is why mm-hmm. sometimes like people like can feel like they're shaking, like if they drink too much of it or if they drink it and like don't eat or something like that, like they can feel it like energize their body. Um, whereas Urbamate, it's more of like it doesn't release all of the adrenaline throughout your entire body, but more so like in your brain and it helps you focus more. Oh, that's interesting because that's like I was big into like drinking matcha for a long time and I literally got chaga mushrooms and would make mushroom tea. And that's like really good for like concentration and like it helps like and then I would put ashwagandha shit roots into stuff like I was like into all of that stuff and I just started listening to re-listening to one of my podcasts because guys I was on this like I wanted to be like a nutritionist for like a like five minutes but also I would have gone for like five bajillion more years of school yeah and then been in so much debt and be making probably less money than um I make currently, which is a lot. So it's like, was literally like, I can learn all the stuff and practice all the stuff that I want to do just by like reading and listening right. to things that I want to do. But, um, yeah, so it, like I would be making, cause I was trying to not drink coffee, even though like coffee is good for you. Yeah. Like drinking too much coffee is it, and I drink too much. So, right. and but, it is, and it does become like that thing of like, and uh, like sometimes for me, like if I don't, if, there was a point in time when, like, I was drinking, I drink coffee basically every morning. Yeah. And, like, sometimes if I skip it or if I don't drink, like, the full cup or whatever, I can get, I get, like, pounding headaches. Yeah, it, like, yeah, you have a, you get, like, a caffeine dependency. Yes, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, interesting. I do want to try it. This says it also can, may protect you against infections, may help you lose weight and belly fat, may boost your immune system, lowers blood sugar, may lower your risk of heart disease. 
love all of that. Maybe I'll get into it. Where are you getting this to drink? Um, Shoprite. Okay. It's a sparkling okay. herb, herba mate. I'll I'll give you one. I'll bring you one on Saturday. Is it expensive? Uh, I don't. We're think. talking about all the different kind of brews here. Yeah. Hebrew. <laughs> we don't discriminate against the brews. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember it being expensive. Um, but the, the kombucha also was related to the Zac Efron thing. I literally am just, it's like Zac Efron was like, you should be doing this. And I was like, okay, Zac Efron, like, I'll do it. He's uh, like annoyingly hot. That's like, also a thing. But his like arc, because that was another thing on Twitter when like people were like, oh, he's a daddy now. Um, and then they were like post, um... posting like pictures of him, like as like young Troy Bolton into like jock muscle Troy Bolton then into like Baywatch like annoyingly ripped and now like in this one he's like not like shredded like he doesn't have like a dad bod but he's like yeah. still has like a little bit of like well I mean he also like did had like a drug problem and went oh, to rehab did? yeah he was like addicted to coke or something I don't remember that hold on I think that's why his whole healthy lifestyle thing and he's like friends with this guy because of his rehab thing. Wait, I need to, I don't. He admits that he found it hard to cope with the media intrusion and turned to cocaine and alcohol in order to deal with public life. Oh, wow. That wow, was a, that these was are, a, are you no? 2014, I don't think I did. Wow. Well, he seems very sober and the, the show is not just about like healthy eating and everything. The first episode is all about mm -hmm. Iceland and about like renewable resources and things like that. Um, they go to Sardinia and they talk to people who live to be over a hundred years old, which was like kind of cool. Hello? Hello? Okay. <laughs> hello? Uh, hello? <laughs> Are you Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, I could hear you the entire time. Oh. <laughs> um, Blinded me with science. Okay, what would you... Okay, so this beer. Now you're froze. <laughs> I forgot we didn't do that yet. Hello? <laughs> Am I unfrozen? Hello? I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, this beer. What Hello? Would I... Oh my god, are you doing it on purpose? <laughs> you're so annoying stop kind of but not really you, every time i but go not to, really every time i go to say a sentence you go hello <laughs> uh? um i'm leaving all of this in um okay so this beer what would i give this beer um i don't know it was like average for me yeah so, i agree I think I'm going to give it like a 3.1. How about you? I'm going to give it a 3.4. 3.4. Okay. So that would make the average 3.25. Um, and then as far as... Plant farm is going to but okay. As far as this sorry, movie, sorry. Harley... Yes. What are you giving it? This is only what the did second, I get the this, last movie? This is only the second animated film that we've covered. Klaus is the first? Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what you gave Klaus? 
Um, what did I give the last? No, what did I give um, the last movie that we did? The Jurassic World. Three point seven. I'm gonna give this a three point four. All right, three point four across the board for you. I think I'm gonna. Yeah. I think I'm gonna follow. I said you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give it a three point one. Never mind. Are we frozen? You're frozen. Did you hear what I gave the movie? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Three point one. I heard you. I okay. heard you. All right. I I can't tell. Bitch. All right. So that means the average is three point two five for everything across the board today. Um. So anything else? Um. And I think you know what? I think that's fair. I think it's fair as well. Megan the Stallion got shot. Megan the Stallion got shot on Sunday. Excuse me. What? Um, it, she just posted, um, an Instagram that says the narrative, hold on. What's a narrative? The narrative that is being reported about Sunday's morning's event is, is inaccurate. And I'd like to set the record straight on Sunday morning. I suffered gunshot wounds as a result of a crime that was committed against me and done with the intention to physically harm me. I was never arrested. The police, um, drove me to the hospital where I underwent surgery to remove the um, bullets. Um, I'm incredible, thank incredibly thankful that I'm alive and I am expected to make a full recovery. Um, but it was important to me that I clarify in all the details about the traumatic night. Um, I'm currently focused on my recovery so I can return to getting back to my life and back to making mu music as soon as possible. Damn. Cookie. Yeah. And I guess like we could yeah. also say um that like we're thinking of Naya Rivera's family and uh and Kelly yes. Preston's family because Naya Rivera they they recovered her body from that lake um and Kelly Preston died of uh breast cancer she lost her battle with breast cancer um over the weekend yeah a sad sad two sad stories yeah um, Seriously, I feel so sad for Naya Rivera's son. Yeah, and especially because anyone in the, her life, uh, like the police are speculating that that they went for a swim, and a current which has been known to happen in that in that lake. And there's actually been people that have been responding to the story saying like, "I've lost family members in that lake because of the currents, like the random currents that happen there." And basically saying, like, we've reported it to, like, oh park officials and stuff and begged, like, them to put up signs saying, like, do not swim. And they just, like, haven't done enough for, yeah. like, doing that. So authorities are saying that they went for a swim and she used all of her energy to get her son back onto the boat and then didn't have enough to pull herself up and got pulled under by the currents. Oh. Which is, like just adds oh, another, so another layer of like horribleness and her poor son like he was he's four years old he was on that boat alone for who knows how long yeah and he like, was the, he apparently was the one who was telling the police like the story of what happened yeah which is like horrible that's amazing but it's so yeah so yeah thoughts and prayers with both Ugh. of their families because it's just terrible 
Um, Wishing Megan Thee Stallion a speedy recovery. Yes, for sure. That's crazy. I didn't even hear about that. I didn't hear about that either. Um, anything else? That no, that's where I'm at right now. Next week, hopefully, guys, we we'll don't have really a, anything else. We'll have a guest. We're hoping to have a guest. We're hopefully. Hopefully, we're we're trying to iron out the details. Um, for for our next fourth in a in a franchise film, it's a big one. It's a big. We're doing. We're covering two big, big franchises back to back to end this month. I honestly don't know what the last one is. I know what the next one is. But... You know what the last one is. We talked. We literally just talked about it because I was like, I don't know how we're gonna be able to watch it. And then you said, I don't oh. remember. And then you said, oh, I think I have the DVD. Oh, yes. <laughs> she needs a rememberall. If that there's a hint for you. I meant the D. You just say the word DVD. <laughs> and then my brain was like, DVD. Oh. Uh, all right, Harley. All right, but that's. I think that's it for us today, guys. That's it. Um. Have a good weekend. Have a good rest of your week wherever you are listening to us in the week. Um, as always, subscribe, rate, leave us a review, follow us on Instagram at Bruise on Film, tell a friend, phone a friend, um, donate if you can. And here we are. Have a good one. Cheers. <laughs>